Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. And welcome to another episode of Chatty Broads with Becca and Jess. Well, hey, broads. Good morning. Good morning. Coming at you for the first time in a couple weeks, not pre-recorded here. Yes, true. So strange. How was your How was your uh, trip? Oh man, it was great. It yeah. feels like ages ago now already. One how long have you been back, back for? Oh, back for a, a week. week. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, Oregon was so nice. It was. Um, it looked peaceful. Yeah. So we went to our. You know what was nice. One, we were hanging out with a lot of the time people who also had kids, mm-hmm. which I think I brought up to you before is mm-hmm. like very crucial now yes. when you go it's on vacation. Very, Otherwise, it's very it's important. Stressful. Sure. It's way less stressful because the other people understand, but also we're such good friends with them and they have a 10 ni- year old daughter who's super helpful. So you can just be like, I got to do this, hand off the baby to literally anyone in the party. Yeah. And it makes life so much easier. Yeah, it's not the, uh, we're in fact going to do an episode. It'll come out on Thursday and we're going to talk parenting and like those questions that maybe you wouldn't be comfortable asking. And something that people kept asking was like, how do you handle relationships with people who don't have kids versus when you have kids because there is all of a sudden like you want to go hang out with your friends so badly and spend time with them but when you have your kids it's just so impossible not to focus on them the whole time yes and I feel like it's something that happens as they get older like when Ruth was an infant it really wasn't that big of a deal for me or like younger than like a year like when she was crawling and stuff it was like it's fine like she'll go on the boob whatever now that there's two and that she's a very active toddler it's a totally, I, I, you know what? I'm ready to pretty much ditch all my friends who don't have kids. Like literally. <laughs> Sorry, I Sorry, everybody. I have some new mom friends and I'm just like, I won't be hanging out with anyone else because this is just so much fucking easier. Yeah, no, we, uh, we, Ember and I got to see Ember's aunts for the first time since everything happened and uh, they do not have children and but they are like, they want to have kids so bad. Uh-huh. So they were just like fixated on All her. And I was her. like, oh my God, she's getting more attention than me. And I live for this. <laughs> and then of course, um, before and after sweet, sweet M had to get a COVID, got her COVID test uh-huh. and she got like the deep one. <laughs> it just felt so bad. Oh my gosh, was she traumatized? A little bit, but the the uh, the nurse. <laughs> How taking did she it, react? Was she like, ah! oh, after the first one, yeah. screaming like you know? But the the nurse, he was so lovely. He was just like, you do so much better than so many of the adults that come in here. And then when we left, she did not let me forget that for the next couple of days. She was just like, just so you know. I am better than most grown people. And then she kept Just asking me general. constantly if she's a teenager yet. So there's that. <laughs> You're like, you sure act like I'm it. I'm like, so yeah, before. queen, you definitely <laughs> seem like a teenager most of the time. Oh but, my God. Oh man. I mean, what a past few couple weeks, huh? <laughs> Dude, I'm so glad that 
we have a podcast just so I can talk about the shit that I'm obsessed with because I really got to at some point tell you about this crazy shit I watched last night. Is this 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 show that you were talking about? Yeah, that I put on my close friends. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I need to know. I mean, it's always we can always do the homework. We can do the broad homework and get into it. I definitely it. want broads to do the homework. I mean, should I just tell you about it right now? Yeah, give us a brief little like summation. Okay, it's called I Think We're Alone Now. Not to be confused with like the sci-fi movie that came out in 2018. Which okay. I Googled it and like, I guess that was a thing. Everyone's just like, why is she wanting us to watch this sci-fi no. movie? It's on YouTube. Look up I Think We're Alone Now. It was like a documentary, like a, a it definitely seemed like a very independently made documentary back in 2008. And it's about these two super fan stalkers of this 80s pop star named Tiffany. Like yeah. that was just, I, I don't, I didn't know who she was. Oh, you know who yeah. she is? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I guess I'm an 80s baby, you know? Okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, of course. Oh, I would love to watch. And everyone, you will, it's, it's, for me, it was deeply disturbing because it actually made me think, have I talked about the stalker scenario on the podcast? I don't remember. In That I had in Portland. Yeah. You talked about on Michael Yo's podcast. Okay. Well, why don't you when t- everyone wh- watches this documentary, yes. next week, okay. we'll dive in and I'll talk a little bit about my stalker situation as well. Okay. And um, well, technically we might, it might have to get delayed. We have Bachelorette starting next week, my dear. Well, what are we doing on Thursday? I guess we can do that. Oh, no. We have your friend... I'm so excited. She can wait. She can go the week after. <laughs> Either way, sometime in the next couple of weeks, we'll do an episode. I mean, yeah. everyone loves we, we it like anyway, so we we'll throw talk, it we in. We gotta talk the pop culture episode. Watch I Think We're Alone Now. We'll talk about it at some okay, point. Okay, at some point. I'm gonna I'm gonna watch it tonight. Yes. As a distraction. Yes. Yes. <laughs> a scary distraction. Yes. It's um it's like you know the state of the world is not good when the distraction is watching a horrifying docu about uh It's very bizarre because it's like horrifying saddening but then also sort of like touching you feel all the feelings because you get to know the people too yeah i mean i had nightmares for sure oh girl, cool i was like this is the age <laughs> of social media like i yeah everyone can figure out pretty much like where i live very easily and i was like oh my god this tiffany person this is like 20 years later after her fame and these people are still obsessed with her I'm like, I just got off The Bachelor three years ago. I'm not saying I'm hot shit, but like these people's undying affection for this woman they don't know. Like, plus, yeah, the the scenario that I had in Oregon with someone stalking. Oh, yeah. Not this trip. But oh, that's, yeah. that was a, that's a wild story. Yeah. And I'll really dive into the details of it when we talk about this. You know, it was like I was like, oh, my God, this guy is like probably like this person. We could have a scary story episode and just talk about stalker stories. Well, I have definitely a handful of like actually really scary, like break in stories and stuff that like I don't want to you. Yes. Yeah. Some like a bunch of family stories. (laughs) Okay, look. We're recording. What type of podcast episode would that be? It's just like, okay, we're going to talk all these really terrifying things. Enjoy. No, seriously, we should do it. So we're going to record with Ellie on Saturday. Yes. Maybe we, maybe the other one we do like, uh, like bone chilling stories. Yeah. Personal stories. And maybe some broads can send in some of their bone chilling stories. (sighs) Oh God. I'm so scared. Okay. Anyway. So anyways, what a glorious way to start. Mm -hmm. Um, so, 
yeah, the past the past like week ish has been wild in, in the country, and I definitely want to touch on that briefly. Oh, we're talking about how our president has COVID. Okay, well there there's that also the <laughs> debates and all that, but old news compared to COVID. <laughs> old news compared to COVID. But I did want to say this. And oh, this we is should like, definitely talk about it because this is like we need to talk. About it's this. almost like not even political but, at this point. But I do want to say this before like jumping into it. Um, a few things, mm. if you don't mind me going off on a rant for a moment. First and foremost, go for it. Um, definitely this. I think we used to we used to say this a lot at the beginning of podcasts, and I think oh. I think now, especially that we're talking like random news, we should definitely make it clear that we used to always say at the top <laughs> of the podcast that this is not a TED talk. You and I are not experts, nor do we know. Um, uh, we're also not journalists. Yes, I'm very far from a journalist. So this is this is a lot of Beck and I reading headlines, seeing clips, and then just talking shit. So so yes. especially, and I think a lot of our OG broads know this, but especially if you're an, a newer listener, please, I'm just I'm begging you, do your own research. <laughs> like, don't trust everything I'm saying because I'm sure it's wrong a lot of the time. Um, yeah, no. Like, um, we're not your life coach. We're not your doctor. I, I, I we're just, not. This news. is us. Like, sometimes we have absolute experts on this podcast yeah. as guests, but especially these episodes when you and I are talking headlines, I feel like I just want to make that very clear. Yeah, guys, even though we talk like we're experts, we're not. I know like sometimes we, we, we sound we're like we're like yeah this is absolutely the way it is this is the disclaimer <laughs> that, like it's not we're very confident in our own opinions and also please remember that this is just like two best friends chatting on the yeah, couch yeah it's 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 one of those moments this isn't Washington D.C. or yeah a, so or a newsroom I just want to make that clear especially before talking politics or anything like that because Lord knows like I try to stay somewhat updated but every five seconds there's something new hitting the fan. And now this is the personal note. I'm going to take it down like so many notches and this is so depressing. But I the past, I just felt like I should get honest on the pod. The past couple weeks I've been having like struggles with my mental health again. Mm. I'm sorry. No, it's okay. And I just, you know, it's, it's one of those things where it's like since everything happened with the pandemic, I feel like I've been surprised being able to take like shit in stride, like mental health wise. But all of a sudden it hit me a couple weeks ago where I think I don't know how like everyone else is with the other states. But, you know, we've been in like lockdown for a while, like the parks still aren't open and all that. And and sometimes I look at Ember and I just feel like helpless, you know, like I don't know what to do or or how to be like a good parent to her and also process through work stuff with like job loss for our spouses and everything. And and I think. I think sometimes like especially with like the news stuff I've been trying because that's like it's so important to stay so informed but sometimes I'll step away and I'll miss like shit and I've been just like it's just been the battle of you know uh how much to intake because it's so important and then how much to protect yourself and I think with social media I have a hard time sometimes knowing the balance like for myself um and and then all of a sudden, you know, you're going like I'm having this like moment where like you're spiraling and then I'm just like, <laughs> like, fuck you. Like, you're so privileged. Like, how are you feeling this way in these circumstances? Like, and, you know, you do that whole thing. But I don't know. I just wanted to have a moment because I feel like um, I real I realized the other day that since everything started, like you and I have been doing this podcast still like twice a week and 
I think it's such a good distraction for me sometimes. And then sometimes out of nowhere, I'll be like, oh my God, I feel like, I mean, you had a, a fucking baby. It'll hit you out of nowhere. You're like, this is, there's so much right now. Um, and I don't know. I just wanted to take a moment to kind of be like, just to be honest. And so if it's like, if, if sometimes in this podcast, I feel like I'm making light of like, oh my gosh, that like so much stuff that's going on. Sometimes it's a deflection to like protect. Yeah. You humor know, humor is a big a protection and that's why i've really liked yes you and i are both and i think that's why i really like doing these pop culture podcasts and why i'm so excited for the bachelorette to start next week because i think like it's so important to need to stay informed and to stand up for what's right and talk about things that need to be talked about but sometimes i'm just like i just want to talk shit and have these fun crazy weird conversations and get shit wrong about pop culture and say whatever but i just feel like to um I just wanted to be honest. And then I also feel like there's probably so many of our listeners right now that just feel like, I mean, everyone right now, like every day, there's just something and just the amount of information coming in. And, and I can't imagine for our listeners who are in like marginalized groups, like, I mean, all all of this right now, I, I just really can't imagine. I just wanted to like take a moment to be like, I love our listenership. I love you. I'm grateful for you. I'm sorry if I fuck shit up sometimes. Sometimes I don't know like certain info that's coming in and I'm, I feel like I make mistakes, but this is a, this oh, has been, girl, we both do, <laughs> but, do but, but, but I, I love you, but too. I feel like this has like been, um, like been just a safe place, like twice a week where I can talk to you and just kind of get away from everything, you know? sorry that was like and now my eyelash is falling off and we were sorry i know that was such like a turn but i just feel like sometimes i want to be like straight on this podcast especially because it's like i know so many of the broads are have like tight relationships with each other and are really open and honest with each other and you know I want to be that way too thank you anyways so my point is is (laughs) (laughs) so any tea so no my point is is before we dive into like all the the political I've been down that road and it's been okay this is where my brain went so yeah mom was all over the place set the past like seven days doing like legwork with family and friends Mm. trying to be like yo we need to have these conversations. So if I'm missing shit and I'm getting stuff wrong, I apologize. I'm not fully updated okay. on everything. How That's can all. one be, you know? Yeah, like, true. Please do Our not pres- hold us <laughs> did you, to did such you see, a high standard. Did you, see the, did you see the fact checklist after the debate from Trump? You know, there was a point where they were both throwing around numbers and I was like, I think you're both... I. Not, I mean, definitely more so Trump. But I was like, I don't feel like any of these numbers are accurate. And, you know, Biden sometimes trips over some things. So yeah. then he was like, two million Americans have died. And I was like, wait a second. What is going like, no, on here? No, they like legit. They they asked like directly after. So I was watching the debate um, by myself and I had to be alone. I was like, turn off the lights, bring out the wine. I just have to like focus. Did you watch the whole thing? I watched the entire what? thing. What? OK, talk about <laughs> mental health. 
it probably wasn't a good call <laughs> i literally i was like if i had high blood pressure this would have just sent me over the edge 20 minutes less than 20 minutes 15 minutes in we were like okay um this is let's not do this i could not believe what i was watching like truly could not believe and then afterwards i was watching a fact checker and it was something like obviously after presidential debates they always have the fact checker so important um and everyone gets some things wrong right i mean you used to do debate right we all know yeah you just throw in some stats to make a compelling (laughs) argument you make it up i remember at one point in my life debating about like why a bunny is better than a guinea pig it was Mm. like some child debate you know for toastmasters or whatever it was called and i remember just throwing out stats like Mm -hmm. nobody's business and afterwards the teacher being like there was a lot of lying in that debate i was like you got no problem boss uh but uh no the fact checker afterwards was like um the fact checker afterwards was uh it was something like and i'm gonna botch these numbers but it was something you're like, about to pull fake statistics pull out but it was legit like 80 something more percent. than 50 more than 50. much you, more you than, can say for sure much more than, more than half of what donald trump said was False. <laughs> and then, actually and false. then uh, Biden, it was something like 18 mm-hmm. percent or like, you know, whatever. A t- more of a typical number um, in a debate. And I just couldn't. I just couldn't. And the thing is, Biden, Biden didn't even have the opportunity to make up shit if he wanted to, because Donald Trump would not stop. OK, interrupting also, him. wasn't this moderator from Fox News? Yes. Like th- this was on like, quote unquote, Trump's team, right? And he came out swinging. Don did. He was like, Don was pissed. He came out like ready to fight literally everyone. It was just like, my goodness. I didn't know what type of energy because let's be real. Sometimes we get a different energy with Donald. Sometimes we get the the aggro Donald. Sometimes we get the super cocky and condescending and going to just ignore you with the nose up in the air. Right. Yeah. More of the apprentice version. More of the 2016 debates version. Yes, exactly. Because I kept hearkening back to his debate with Hillary. And I was like, th- it did not go down like this. No. And it was. The man's I, been getting too high on his own supply. Let's be, let's be honest. We, it's like, I remember thinking that that debate was wild. It was like, it, you know it was what? like, hold my drink. Okay. You're, we're going to do something that is so on brand for 2020. It's going to blow your mind. Like, it's just... I could Terrible. Not. Terrible. I... All I could think about was... I had su- such massive secondhand embarrassment with all the other countries watching us. I was just like, I apologize for everything. It was like idiocracy. It, like, in it real had, time. It's like, who is filming this like docu like joke documentary like a what are those called the comedy documentary mockumentary mockumentary I'm like who's filming it is this like a Wes Anderson type is thing is Ashton Kutcher gonna jump out like what you know happening? what I kept thinking you know who we need as a fucking moderator um Andy Cohen with that kind of shit oh he would have been phenomenal it was watch what happens live worthy like it was real housewives finale status all right, well, life gets busy, broads. We all have those days for whatever reason where suddenly you look up from your computer and it's 4 p.m. or you finally get your kiddos down for a nap and all you've gotten in your stomach is coffee. 
and a few bites of their discarded breakfast. Speaking from experience here, obviously. Um, well, I have to tell you about my favorite way to make sure I'm eating well no matter how busy I get, and that is with the help of Daily Harvest. Daily Harvest is the most surefire way to guarantee healthy, nutritious meals, even on your busiest days. All of their meals come frozen, which makes them super easy to store, but don't let that word frozen send you for a loop because Daily Harvest works directly with farms to make sure their ingredients are picked and frozen at peak ripeness so that all the good flavor stays locked in. And like always, they never use any. They use no added sugars, preservatives, or artificial ingredients. Oh, we love Daily Harvest. Yeah. We eat so much Daily Harvest. Even their ice creams are sweetened with um, maple syrup oh, instead I'm, of like refined sugar. Were you girl, about to talk oh, about that? I'm okay. going to talk about well, those scoops in just a second. Daily Harvest has options for every time of day, like delicious smoothies for breakfast, crisp flatbreads for lunch, harvest bowls, and hearty soups for dinner. Um, just the other day, I made their sweet potato and wild rice harvest bowl for dinner. Ooh, it's Threw good. in some avocado and oh. Mm. I immediately went online and ordered more because it was that good. I hadn't actually had that one yet. Um, also, their scoops. We have to talk about this. Mm. Their scoops mm. are the most delicious, okay? Uh, I'm obsessed with the mint and dark melty cacao My favorite chips. Too. So good. Yeah, and like you were saying, okay, this is what is inside that scoop. Coconut, maple, dark chocolate, spirulina, peppermint. That's it. What? And it tastes like heaven somehow. It's I'm delicious. Shocked. This is the perfect order for the Bachelorette watching True. times. I'm going to be ordering a ton of them. Same. <laughs> well, Daily Harvest makes it easy to eat clean. It's undeniably delicious food no matter what your day brings. You can keep it simple with Daily Harvest and go to dailyharvest.com and enter promo code chatty to get $25 off your first box. That's promo code chatty for $25 off your first box at dailyharvest.com. Dailyharvest.com. Broads, I have to ask, does anyone know uh, what's going on? No, uh, that's kind of the energy for this episode. <laughs> I mean, seriously, every time I think this year can't get any more bizarre, it does. Needless to say, the current state of the world isn't exactly easing my anxiety and sleeplessness like I was talking about earlier. Um, I honestly don't know um, how I would survive if I didn't have feels at this moment. Feels premium CBD has been helping calm my mind Honey. God, I love feels. Um, it's a must have if you're laying in bed, staring at the ceiling, trying to drift into sleep. If that sounds familiar to you, then you need to try feels CBD. It naturally helps reduce stress, anxiety, pain, and sleeplessness, and it's delivered directly to your doorstep. And if you're new to CBD, Feels has a free helpline to help guide your experience and you can find the right dose for you. And if you already know CBD works for you, you can join the Feels membership to save money on your monthly deliveries. Like I said, Broads, 2020 and my anxiety, you know, a match made in hell. But <laughs> when I started taking Feels to help the anxiety, stress, uh, aches and pains and headaches that come from that anxiety and stress... It made an exponential difference. Um, all this without any high mm -hmm. hangover or risk of addiction that um, has kept me away from, you know, different traditional aids. Uh, just put a few drops under your tongue and within minutes, you'll start to feel the difference. And by the way, if you have any questions, if you're not sure about CBD and you want to know more, they have a CBD hotline and they have amazing um, like operators and people will talk to you on that hotline and explain anything that you might have a question about. Mm hmm. Well, Feels has helped us feel our best every day and it can help you too. And you can become a member today by going to feels.com slash chatty and you'll get 50% off your first order with free shipping. That's F-E-A-L-S dot com slash chatty to become a member and you'll get 50% off 
automatically taken off your first order with free shipping. Deals.com slash chatty. And the moment, like the 2020 moment, honestly, was when Joe Biden shook his head and said, will you just shut up? Will you just shut up, man? That's where I was like, what is happening? I was standing up at that point cheering because I was just like, this is like, someone please say it. Someone, will someone, first of all, cut, cut Trump's mic. Will someone say something to tell him to just stop? I mean, it, it, it. It was just broad. Like, this is the thing. If you're going to be a, a, I was, yeah. If you're going to be a Trump fan, if you're a Trump fan, please admit that that was ridiculous. I, I don't know how you could not be. You know what it kept reminding me of? Well, yeah. You know what it kept reminding me of? It reminded me of someone who was, (laughs) this is like a call out at myself someone who was hot <laughs> shit on the bachelor and then comes on the women tell all and then is like you're a fucking bitch you're a skank you know yes. and it's like they basically like have channeled all that energy of everyone liking them and then they think they're like just wait everyone's gonna love when i just go wild and then everyone is like well what the fuck it's, that's, is wrong with that's you? such a good comparison because i was listening to i think it was cnn beforehand um, and they were talking about how they were so interested how this was going to go because really he's been, you know, the president has been in a bubble for a while just being around yes men and just, just doing people, rallies, doing rallies, people who are just supporting him. So like, what is it going to be like for him to be with people who are op- opposed to him? Did you watch? Did you watch the perfection that was SNL on Saturday? <laughs> no, I didn't. Oh, my God. I heard God. it was pretty good. I mean, it was like. It had Jim Carrey on. Jim Carrey's right? yeah. Joe Biden, and then of course Alec Baldwin yeah. is 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 Donald Trump, and it was so like the thing that was freaky about it is it there was like no difference between the SNL uh-huh. skit and the actual. Uh-huh. They just took lines like half of the script from the SNL was, was straight from like his Absurd. monologue basically, Absurd. and then at one point at the very end you have like, you know, uh, Alec Baldwin as Trump is going off and then all of a sudden Jim Carrey takes a remote control for a TV and stops it and then like walks out and he's like, didn't we all want to do this, America? Let's have our moment. <laughs> and then he like talks to the camera directly. Oh my God, I could not with the 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 direct camera talking. I know, I know. <laughs> it was sweet. I just, I, and again, you know, let's, we talk mental health right now. I've been in this like, this deep zone lately where, I think probably to protect my very like my very uh, uh, fragile soul right now is that I'm often looking at Ember. I just will stare at her and I'll just be like, you are my everything. Oh, my God. And I'm like, I just want to spend time with you. And that's it. Like, I just want to like absorb her and her sweet little precious innocence. And when Trump came for Biden's son and it got personal, I was ready to just hit the streets. I was so angry. I missed that part. Yeah, I don't know what happened with that. He... It was towards the end of the debate and they were talking about military and, you know, Biden was saying, like, you actually don't support the military. These are like you've called them losers and all this. Oh, yeah. And he was saying that. And then all of a sudden Trump started interrupting him and saying, what about your son? What about your son? And he goes and he goes, Bo was is a uh, is a is a veteran. Like and he's saying my son uh, uh, protected this country and he is a good man. And he goes, no, 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 no. Your other son, Hunter. And he's now interrupting like they're talking about the military and he's interrupting Biden to talk about Hunter 
and Trump's yelling over Biden saying, you know, how he was um, kicked out of the military because he's a cocaine addict. I mean, just airing personal. And then and Biden looked in and I started legit crying. This is where I'm at. Biden looked into the camera and he goes, my son, Hunter, um, I'm sure many of you out there are parents who have children who've struggled with addictions and he's doing so well. And I'm proud of him. I'm proud of you, like looking into the camera. And it, it was like, that's just what's so embarrassing is that there are these low blows that Donald Trump does that people could go for him. He will take these cheap shots at people knowing they're not going to take equal cheap shots back at him. Like yes. it's it's so And dude, I was I don't like I'm I'm breaking the the wall right now, the fourth wall. And like yes, I'm 100% voting for Joe Biden. Of course. I this is this is my endorsement. We try, we've we've tried to not be political. Like we try to keep this podcast kind of like, hey, we're going to talk bachelor, we're going to talk fun shit, but at this point I don't give a fuck. Like, like we're voting for Biden. Surprise. This is the thing. <laughs> this is the thing for me. Well, for one, there's so many facets of this because I know people vote for like okay, whatever. Like all this policy stuff, whatever the th- people can, <laughs> I, mean, I sound like such an idiot. But basically, when I watched the debates, I was just like, this person has like literally no respect and no reverence for like the system, like mm-hmm. let alone other people. Mm-hmm. And he is someone who loves chaos and yes. seeks out like chaos yes. and division. Yes. And it was so obvious. Which, by the way, did you know that he, um, like declared Antifa as a um, as a, uh, a terrorist organization? a terrorist organi- organization and the KKK, which the KKK wasn't already a terrorist organization apparently, <sighs> but not like organizations like the Proud Boys. And then of course, you know, you're seeing all these all these posts, um, and it's people like, oh, being what? like, "Look at him denouncing it in the past." I'm like, I don't care about him denouncing it in the past. When it's asked on stage in front of the American people. How hard is it? Plus, it's like, surprise, surprise. Why are you even asking it in the first place? We all know how where this man sits when it comes to these issues. What are we expecting? Well, and then at one point, he he then makes fun of how big Joe Biden's mask is and how far he stands away from people. And then the man gets COVID. And then the man gets COVID. I mean, the timing is like... um, it's like an Ed, it's like a an Edgar Allan Poe like poem. Like the timing of all of this, it's the most like literary. I, I you, you can't make up this shit. And then the thing that's wild that they uh, that I was reading is that um, you know obviously Trump and Melania have it. Kelly Kelly and Conway has it now too. Chris Christie has it. Yeah, it, all these people and hope the person who they think might have initially given it to uh to Trump. Apparently he knew that he that she tested positive, had been around him constantly, and yet he continued to go out for a couple days. Oh yeah. Unmasked. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I did hear this. So it, throwing out hats, the rallies and shit. Yeah. Did you see all those like, He's a super spreader. Like, He's a super spreader. I mean, my goodness. And what was so, this is what's so interesting. So now all of a sudden there's all these people reporting, right? Everyone's, the the theories, it's like, right. you know, obviously what I'm very, and I told you, I'm like, what I'm paranoid about is that like, he is going to somehow like 
conquer this in, I mean, it's been more than 48 hours, but 48 hours and be like, it was nothing. It's a different totally. like, and, yes, and, yes, and, yes. and have this but happen. He'll write it off. But yeah. I follow uh, this girl on Instagram, which by the way, if you don't follow her, it, this is, this is one of my highly recommended follows. Um, and on Instagram, her uh, handle is King Gutter Baby. Have you heard of her? No. Her name is Laurel Bristow, and she's an infectious disease researcher. So she's been researching and part of the team researching COVID this entire time. And every day she comes, or at least once a week, she comes on and answers all of these questions. Sorry, and, what's her name? King what? Uh, King Gutter Baby. Okay. And she answers, she's so good, and she just puts out like data mm-hmm. she just basically like says up oh, as an infectious researcher research specialist who's on the team working with covid this is wrong mm. this is how this article misinterpreted this this mm-hmm. is how they misinterpreted mm-hmm. this she's so funny too she's a great time anyways um she was saying i was watching one of her ig stories and she was talking about how what's interesting to her is that uh the specific uh, things they're putting or like what whatever I don't know if it's medicine or what like regimen they're putting Trump on uh, within like 48 hours of him getting airlifted to a hospital is something that she says typically is known in the medical community now that if you are like really struggling with COVID and you're not doing well they give this to you but it's known typically that if they give this to you Uh, When you're like early on and doing okay, it can make it worse. Mm. So she said, my hypothesis, considering it's actually serious, is that it might be actually serious. Yeah. Even though he's tweeting out, but he tweeted out something and he was like, thank you for the prayers. And in all caps, he wrote love with like 12 exclamation points. And people were like, doesn't seem like he's doing okay. (laughs) I mean, it's like. Yeah, one of my friends this is, is like, highly I think he's doing post. really bad. But, you know, he was, uh, he was walking out to the plane. You know, we yeah. saw him in the car doing like a little yeah, press thing. Um, I don't think he's on his deathbed. I mean, you made an excellent point. You sent me over voice memo that the man is like, to quote you, you said like a cockroach. Yeah. He'll survive anything uh-huh. and that this virus will probably make him more powerful. <laughs> I'm very afraid than of these things. <laughs> It's going to mutate with Donald Trump to create him into a super spreader. He's going to be King COVID. King Donnie COVID. God help us. God help the USA. Speaking of which, did you know that Leo has a podcast? (laughs) (laughs) Hmm. Um, anyways after that rant point is is uh per past the cup the past few episodes uh in the episode notes there will be links to register to vote and to check to make sure you're registered to vote i got my ballot in the mail did you yes i haven't gotten mine yet really no you ready to commit some voter fraud via mail (laughs) let's do it baby Oh, oh my, my goodness. God. No, I haven't gotten mine yet. And I'm sure you also saw them. how he released those press photos of him like still doing work. Okay, I follow this right. Oh, you mean the, the photos from the, the from the Oval Office while he was in the hospital? And it was like, we all know. <laughs> Wait, this shit this is, is so funny. But this shit is so reality TV, Becca. Oh, like, I know. The reality TV production never stops. Oh, no. I follow this 
crazy right wing account and they said they posted this photo and go President Trump's response to his doctors telling him to get some rest. Hashtag dragon energy. <laughs> Serious. Dragon energy. Oh my God. Do you remember what that's from? No. Kanye West was like, me and the president, we both have dragon energy. Yeah. Oh, God. Oh, my Lord. <laughs> you mean by like narcissistic personality <laughs> disorder? Yes. I mean, that is some dragon energy, <laughs> baby. Dragon energy. <laughs> Look at this man. Imagine saying that he has dragon energy. I mean, I. Maybe like swamp creature energy. I will say during. The- <laughs> I will say during the uh, the debates, he looked like maybe he had uh, ran out of um, tanning like oils because he didn't look quite as orange per usual. And I don't know if that was maybe because the COVID had been contracted already. Like, I'm not sure. But he looked definitely not as orange. And I was like, what are we trying to do right now? Like, why? Are you rebranding? I, that's what I feel like maybe. I mean, he is a reality TV star. Like, I feel like rebranding's part of the... Uh, what if he what if he what if he comes out of the hospital and COVID has changed him? He's like, I'm a raging liberal. In fact, I'm I'm like team He's Bernie had Sanders. Damage I'm going like- to bring Bernie Sanders in. I And I'm so sorry for everything I've done. Here's all my money. Like what, he, what, what money? He doesn't have any money. We Does also found this out in the past two oh. weeks about how he has he's three mil, three hundred million dollars in loans that are about to. Wait, for real? Oh, you didn't hear about this? No, because I was distracted about the the fact that he only paid $750 on taxes. Well, yeah, part of that is he has like $300 million. (laughs) It's probably $3,300,000. Who fucking knows? I think it was $300 million. That sounds 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 dramatic. I'll say that. (laughs) Um, I'm pretty sure it's $300 million, though, actually, in loans that are due soon. Um, I had no idea. This is also something. Let us not... Let us not let the COVID distract us from voting. Let us not let the COVID distract us from seeing those tax returns. Okay, let's not let it distract. That's the only thing. Well, so what I was going to say about these photos, though, of him signing stuff, there was a zoomed in one, I think, on Diet Prada of him just signing his name on a blank piece of paper with a Sharpie, just writing Trump on the paper, making it look like he was doing work. Oh, no. So they're just catching them. Oh, and then God. they also went on the website that originally posted them. And like there was two different photos, like one of him in this office and one outfit and one of them somewhere else. And like they did the metadata, I don't even know, computer nerd shit and figured out that the photos were taken nine minutes and 42 seconds apart, meaning that they had him do like an outfit change and go somewhere else to look like he was doing like it was just a full photo shoot, which I love, honestly. It's reality TV. Yeah, it would be great if it wasn't our you know someone with our country in it their hands <laughs> that's the big asterisk in this situation i mean i'm that's living the <laughs> for the dragon energy i'm living for an outfits change you know that i love a photo shoot and like i said if this is on an andy cohen reunion if in I fact here for if it in fact they had real house husbands and trump was part of the cast if we got to see melania closet tours yeah you know this is sure if this was like a parody of the United States, <laughs> I would love it. You know what the crazy is thing is, though, is like I was thinking like we shouldn't even be surprised about this man being in office because he is a reflection like of our country, like of uh, us as individuals, like of our dark sides, of our like mindless consumerism and uh, our like obsession with like wealth and power and status 
be it like on Instagram getting a bunch of followers or like it's living so a real huh? luxurious life. Like he's reflections of all of our shadow selves. We did this to ourselves. Yeah. And with that being said, remember to our support our sponsors <laughs> of our show. Keep the keep the broads going. You know, and I know that there's going to be people in the comments like hate when you ladies get political. Of Why course, can't we just yeah. shut up? <laughs> We're going to say what we want. Okay. And we have we have to at this point. We've tried to, you know, keep it pop culture, whatever, but this is what's happening in the country right now and this is pop culture and guess what? That debate was pop culture news cuz that was a reality TV show. It absolutely okay? was. And so we have to talk about that and if it's bothering you, tune in next week to have us do the bachelorette breakdown. <laughs> and I don't care that Biden's like basically on his deathbed. Like the man the difference is is the man is going to like cater to I feel like he will fulfill the role of the president in the way the role of the president is supposed to be fulfilled. Yes. Instead of just playing, you know, Trump does whatever he wants. That's not what a, that's not what a politician is supposed to do. It's also like, have you seen, I mean, it's, it's, it's that post that was going around on Instagram that I thought was like so good. That's, you know, uh, people who aren't necessarily like, you know, fans of Joe Biden. It's saying it's not about Joe Biden. It's about Black Lives Matter. It's about saving democracy. It's about systemic racism and gender equality. It's about health care. It's about the pandemic. It's about LGBTQ rights, immigrant rights, climate change, like all these things. It's not, you know, you don't have to be a fan of. Yeah. And Biden. if you're not a fan of 105 degree weather in October, <laughs> looking at you, L.A. people, maybe put someone in office who doesn't think the weather will change. It'll change. Speaking. Did you, you saw that clip, right? Oh, yes. What did he say? It'll get colder. Just It'll you get, wait. It's just like, well, yeah, it's going to be December soon. Like, of course, okay. it's going to get colder. Okay, Father Christmas. Why are you predicting these things now? Jack Frost. <laughs> I remember in April around Easter when you said that we could have church service and this pandemic was going to be gone. Now you're telling us it's going to get colder? Yeah, you know what's hilarious too is that now he has that he has COVID. He's tweeting about like this awful plague. <laughs> he's calling it like a horrible, well, and he's terrible calling plague. It, he's actually calling it COVID nineteen now instead of the China virus. Yes, which he said literally during the debates. Well, and you're like, just like, what is happening? What I- anyway, speaking of politics, do you know who got a little political? Bachelor Nation, Chris Harrison. Oh my goodness. What? The shade that was thrown. What? Okay, so we have to talk Batch Nation because um, they came out and they did the official announcement of Claire's quote Claire's, Claire's men. Season. Yeah. Right. And it was like I think 31 men. And Chris Harrison did like um a Facebook live that wasn't live, you know, where he basically went over all the guys and talked about all of them. Um, and then he was doing interviews afterwards, and there were some a few good things about some of the interviews, but one of the points of the interview I felt was like, I'm like, oh God, we are getting political. Someone asked about what it was like filming the bachelorette uh during the covid times and chris harrison threw some major shade at california governor gavin newsom he was talking about how it was extremely difficult and like taxing obviously they're having to do the bubble and they're having to take all these precautions true true um but then he's like well also shooting and this is what he said okay word for word he goes also, shooting in California was interesting. Uh, we have a active, eager governor who was excited to change the rules when he woke up in the morning, apparently. 
About what? What would it- he's talking about? Like he was saying that uh, every day they were having like okay, sometimes we can't go into a restaurant, sometimes oh. we can. But the way he like he made eye contact with the camera, he's like, we have an active, e- eager government who's excited to change the rules when he wakes up in the morning. <laughs> I was like, oh shit. You know what's crazy too is like so Gray's dealing with like his gym not being able to open in yeah. L.A. County, right? Gavin Newsom's kids are climbing at the climbing gym up in Sacramento. Yeah. Like indoors with no mask on and stuff. Yeah, there's a whole lot of stuff going on. But <laughs> the, the 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 Chris Harrison <laughs> threw that shit out there. It was like, okay, we see, you know, and he always likes certain people are always yeah, yeah, catching yeah. him liking certain like Instagram posts and tweets and whatever. And then he threw that shade at Democratic Governor Gavin Newsom and I was dying. But anyways, that just gave me a good giggle when I was uh, listening to the other interviews. But yeah, imagine actually the, they were in the middle of filming when things were like, oh, you know, in June where it was like, everything's open. But when he was talking about that, I was also confused because I was like, I thought y'all were staying in the bubble. And if you're staying oh, in yeah. the bubble, why do restaurants opening and closing have anything to do with this? I don't know. Would that affect like restaurants like on the resort property? Like maybe legally the resort can't operate in in room dining. I'm not in room, like in you know maybe, yeah. I don't know. That's that's an interesting point. Maybe they couldn't. I don't know. I would think that beforehand that they that would have been part of the whole deal. Is right. like we have private catering coming in right. to handle everything, yeah. so that the hotel isn't liable for any for any uh, potential problem. You'd think that the hotel would want to protect themselves during all of this. Yeah, I know. I don't know. Or like maybe it was one of those things where like Chris and Claire are supposed to like go out to eat at a restaurant together to chat over what's happening. I mean, I don't know. But they're supposed to be in that bubble. Well, broads, apparently I was mistaken, but I 100% thought I'd kind of figured out skincare years ago. But surprise, surprise, in recent years, blackheads galore. Yay. I blame the air quality, first of all, why they've gotten so bad. But this has sent me on a mission to find the best facial cleansing brush. And I am happy to report I have found it. The Tau Clean Orbitable Orbitable. The Tau Clean <laughs> Orbital Facial Brush is my new favorite tool uh, in my skincare arsenal. I mean, trust me, especially with the air lately, it has been getting a lot of use and I am cleaning. Mm-hmm. I'm scrubbing those blackheads out. Uh Perfection. I also feel like it helps me fully get my makeup off, which yes. is a big deal. Like that I'll is a think huge that deal. it's all off and then you use the the brush, then you look down and, and it's you're orange shocked. and yeah. you're like, okay, well. There's Here we are. a lot of features that separate the towel facial pr- brush from tools you may have used in the past. But by far, the coolest thing is that after you rinse the brush head, the brush is powerful. The brush, like the thing you put the brush on, mm-hmm. what would you call it? The dock? Yeah. Yeah, um, it has powerful UVC rays that kill 99% of bacteria, 99.9% of bacteria. It's pretty good. Other brushes collect bacteria on their brush heads, um, which goes right back into your skin. Gross during your next use, Mm-mm. but it pretty much defeats the purpose of the brush in the first place. But since incorporating the towel clean brush into my routine, skin's glowing, feels cleaner than it ever has before. It is glowing. I will say that. Thank you. Um, I'm obsessed and apparently so is everybody else because the Tao Facial Brush has a ton of raving five-star reviews uh, and was recently featured on the Today Show. Uh, Dr. Pimple Popper's number one rated facial brush. I mean, talk about a glowing recommendation, okay? I think it's pretty safe to say she knows her stuff when it comes to skincare. Well, if you're ready to elevate your skincare and see incredible results quickly, then you need the Tao Clean Orbital Facial Brush. You won't find anything else like it. Tau Clean is offering our listeners 
62% off the Tao Clean Orbital Facial Brush. Normally, it retails for $149. But like with this code, amazing. And the discount also applies towards any product site-wide. You just have to go to TaoClean.com slash chatty to take advantage of this incredible savings. That's T-A-O-C-L-E-A-N dot com slash chatty. And you'll get 62% off the facial brush when you enter code chatty at checkout. Well, if uh, you are anything like me, your breast size has changed since the world shifted months ago. Mama needs a new bra, okay, (laughs) in the past six months. But a lot of dressing rooms are closed. And even the ones that aren't, those dimly lit dressing rooms, uh, bra stores, the fittings, one of my least favorite things, if I'm being honest, which is why I'm so excited to share with you all the new and very much improved way to shop for bras. It's online and it's with Third Love. Third Love is the best. The best. They were and still are my go-to for nursing bras because they're functional and cute, which can be hard to find. Plus, I already know and love the quality of their products because so many of my other bras and the ones I find myself reaching for the most often are Third Love. Mm-hmm. It's amazing because they have bras in over 80 different sizes with measurements they've taken from millions of different customers. So you'll have so much more to choose from than you typically find in a store. A little something for everyone. Yeah. And I feel like that warrants repeating bras. 80 different sizes. Did you catch all that? This includes cup sizes, double A through I, uh, bands 30 through 48 and half sizes. If that gets you thinking that you might have been wearing the wrong size all along. Hi, you're not alone. I found out that my cup size was completely different than what I was was uh, wearing for a long time and it makes a huge difference and that's why you'll start off taking third love's online fit finder quiz to help you figure out your breast size and shape um, and you'll be shown personalized recommendations based on your results and all of their bras come with their perfect fit promise which gives you 60 days to return your bras and if you don't love it um, they'll be donated to someone in need my favorite mm-hmm. third love knows there's a perfect bra for everyone so right now they're offering our listeners 10 percent off your first order Go to thirdlove.com slash chatty now to find your perfect fitting bra and you'll get 10% off your first purchase. That's thirdlove.com slash chatty for 10% off today. He also said in the interview, he was just like, yeah, we had our bachelor bubble. No one left the bubble. And I was like, but you left the bubble. Yeah, you literally did. <laughs> he directly came and was like, no one left the bubble. I'm like, but quick question, you left the bubble and it was posted all about everywhere. There's just like this a hypnosis. He's like, I know no one ever left the bubble. <laughs> Forget about what you saw and what you will see in the season when Jojo has to come replace me for a couple yeah, weeks. What? Yeah, I don't understand why. Like, I don't know. But at the same the same oddities were going on with other pieces of this interview. OK, so he he did address. I will say Chris Harrison addressed uh, diversity in one of these interviews, he talked about, how, like, finally, the conversation, and he talked about how, um, you know, they're uh, making, they made active efforts um, on, you know, quote-unquote, Claire's season, um, having Matt James as The Bachelor. Um, he's like, obviously, you can't, uh, casting, he's like, you can't see certain things behind the scenes, um, but we're making a change and all that. And so he did address that finally, which was good. Mm-hmm. Um, but then... In other parts of these interviews is they're asking... What are these on? I didn't even... I did not hear about these. They're just clips like okay. on E, on Access. Okay. Um, and one of the clips, I think it was on Access Hollywood, she was asking him, uh, okay, so question. You keep calling... Okay, before I'm saying this, this is a potential... This is not a spoiler alert for anyone who knows... It's not a spoiler. 
it's not a spoiler anymore. I mean, I, I feel like for so. people, but just FYI, if you literally know nothing about quote unquote Claire's season, you can skip ahead. Um, but he said she the, so that the interviewer asked, she's like, you keep calling it Claire's season. What about the rumors about <laughs> Tasha? And he said he was like, yeah, heard some of those. And, uh, you know, Tasha would be a great bachelorette. Uh, but I'll just say I got to know Claire really, really well over this. And he's playing it off like she's not going to be the Bachelorette. And so I'm like, are we now living in this world where his girlfriend, Lauren Zima, is reporting it's official that Tasha's the Bachelorette, but then he's letting people ask in the interviews if she is and like avoiding the question? It's very strange. And then Reality Steve reported a couple days ago And Reality Steve, I'll pull up the exact quote. This is not a spoiler, just FYI. Um, Reality Steve reported, and he said, um, starting to hear things aren't quite the way the media is portraying them, and the narrative is getting spun so they can produce clickbait headlines. No specifics. Everything is very vague, and and outlets are speaking in generalizations. We'll update as soon as I can get confirmation. There's one main narrative all the media outlets and IG accounts have been running with, and I'm hearing that's not the case. I think people will be surprised if this ends up being true. Stay tuned. So I'm like... Hold on a second. Maybe it actually is Claire's season. Like, what if it? What if it, it actually is Claire's season? And this whole Tasha thing, she got brought out for something else. What if they did end up filming like a mini Bachelor in Paradise, and that then got twisted into what her? The fuck? And I'm like, but then I'm also just like, are they now just trying to like mega fuck with us by doing this last minute being like, because then, you know, but of course, when Chris goes in the interview, in one of these Access Hollywood interviews, he says, well, things aren't maybe what you're thinking and you're going to be surprised. He's like, I'm hearing a lot of reports and uh, I think you're going to be surprised. But when Chris Harrison says that, you're kind of like, all right. But But it's like Lauren Zima announcing it like that could be fucking with us. Yes, considering she, she's basically in on production She's legit now. in bed with Chris Harrison. Yes. And they're like, is this the ultimate plan? But if they do that, especially with this, you know, push for diversity that they're saying they're attempting to do, and then you fuck with us and tell us that Tasha's going to be the Bachelorette. What? I, I, I don't know. It's all feeling very odd. It's feeling very odd. Because remember, we thought like it seems like Tasha's hasn't been gone that long, but like no. maybe it's because they don't have to tra- they don't have travel time. I did feel like that was a big thing. That's true, but also if Tasha, if they filmed like a mini Bachelor in Paradise, Bachelor in Paradise, what they filmed for two weeks, but no one else was gone for that long, like via yeah. social media. No one was no one was absent on Instagram that long. Tasha was the longest. Even Becca was like only gone. She yeah, wasn't even couple, gone off of it. I don't think completely. she was just like gone for like two days or something like that. Yeah. So I it's like, don't know. And it's giving me anxiety. OK, because now and then the other thing, too, is Chris Harrison in his interviews, he said, yeah, I've been hearing a lot. A lot of people talking about how we're off filming with Matt James. He's like, and uh, I don't know where that rumor's coming from, because he's like, because I'm right here in my house. And as far as I know, Matt's in his. But there were photos that leaked that looked like they were filming in Colorado or or South Dakota or wherever they're going I forget with the women well no you just saw Matt James there because didn't reality Steve though like post that it was 
No, never he was like, oh, the women will be coming soon. Here's Matt James at the hotel with with production crew. But Chris Harrison's just like, and this was a, from a, a interview with him a couple days ago, and he was like, ah, uh, don't know how that got out. He's like, because as far as I know, unless like you know they're doing the show without me and Matt James, we're I guess both it could have houses. been like a they, package, like intro yeah, for yeah, Matt James, maybe, huh? I don't know. Everything is very up in the air. I mean, we'll start to find out next week. We will. I cannot. I'm so On your birthday, right? On my birthday, it airs. What a gift. Wow. (laughs) But then Chris Harrison, like I was saying, did this whole Instagram or Facebook Live thing where he basically pulled up the photos of all the guys on Claire's season and did a breakdown. And I'm going to tell you this. I watched half of it and then kind of just took my cursor through the rest of it because in my opinion broads don't watch this he kind of spoils stuff oh it was like what's going on oh well, he's throwing in little comments he and... was like i'm gonna throw in easter eggs for you and so it's like you pull up one guy and you're like well this guy starts a lot of drama and he'll be around for a while and and you're like whoa 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 and then whoa, or, guy or like this guy like you know he's really shy but you'll be surprised he stays around longer and him and claire have a, and you're like well why are you saying all these things like talking about like even planting already like this guy's gonna be the villain what? this guy's really these two guys are gonna be fan favorites of bachelor nation like le- legit spoiling stuff it's so strange that they're breaking down. It's so different from anything they've ever done before. Bizarre. Which then you go, okay, well. If- I mean, he actually does, has done that for old seasons. I remember he did it really? with my season. Yeah, he was like, but it wasn't, yeah, it was like with an interview with Access or something where it was like, oh, okay. oh she is a this, like this. And oh, you didn't d- he say something about, what did he say about you? a star. <laughs> All is forgiven, Chris. <laughs> Come home to mama. Come home to mama. Yeah, I don't know. So he sort of like does that, but that seems weird. It, so this weird. was this this was like forty minutes long. Like he went into decent detail about some of these men. Bizarre. Beautiful cast. Top notch. Handsome guys. Handsome guys. Like, oh man, this is going to be one of them seasons where there's a lot of fanning. You know why? It's because they're all not 23 years old. That's probably part of the thing. Yeah. Or, you know, especially like some of the older men. I'm just like, yeah, all of the 22 year olds, at least for for this almost 32 year old, it's a little little uncomfy sometimes. So any other interesting things i know there's some stuff that i just forgot to write down what happened in this past week with the bachelor, bachelor etc um i think bachelor wise uh that's been the main i mean again bachelor starts just a reminder broads bachelor starts uh on it airs on tuesday um so our episodes will now be dropping at least for the foreseeable future wednesday and friday yes. um which is going to yes. be such a weird change it's going to turn everything upside down in my brain um, but yeah, I think, I think that's kind of it. I mean, I do have other reality tea. Tell Speaking me. of Andy Cohen, housewife tea. Tell me. So. I'm so behind. I haven't watched housewives in forever. Okay. Housewives. Housewives has been my saving grace. The more I say that grace. word, the more it like doesn't sound like a real word. That's why I had to repeat it. I'm like, did I just. Did I, I thought I the same thing. I was like housewives. 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 Real housewives. Housewife. 
that Real Housewives <laughs> have been a safe haven for me over the mm, past. I, I have loved every moment of mm. watching these seasons because um, minus the interviews, they were all filmed pre-pandemic. Mm. So it feels kind of normal. People are out and about. I mean, normal in the sense of like they're all multimillionaires <laughs> and screaming at each other. <laughs> on TV. Like, yeah. On television. But um, and then actually they had uh, the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. They did a Zoom um, reunion. But the Real Housewives of New York, they did their first like in-person uh reunion and they all were just like six feet apart and they came in wearing like the most chic masks ever that is so funny it was everything and there's a new real housewife named leah who i am you would obsess over new york right new york who ramona hates ramona hates her i've seen clips obsessed the one you think i think you sent or taylor sent to me the one where she's like dancing on the table and ramona's like yes i'm done i'm done like oh my god god it's incredible and she's just like so hot and she she's like a single mom who i mean uh uh you know co-parenting still but like (laughs) single mom runs her own business has been running it for years and just is like arty and makes them go down to like arty districts in new york and they're like oh this is so dirty where are we and they just you know but she she uh stands up she came in, but didn't pull the like, I came in super like swinging, like right. I'm going to come for people. She was trying to be friendly, but she also won't let people give her shit. And we were obsessed. She's wow. my favorite new housewife by a mile. Wow. But on that note, Dorinda fired. Fired? Fired. I'm devastated. Fired? Why fired? fired? Apparently she was just getting too mean. She was drinking and she would just get too mean. Oh, please. Too mean? Yeah. What, was she assaulting people? Like, how? I don't know. What do we mean by too mean? Because I remember Kelly in Orange County being like, this is why the kid doesn't speak to you. I think part of what it is is that I saw I saw reports. Some people were like, she she walked away on her own accord. And then some people were reporting that she was fired. Mm -hmm. Um, Part of me thinks that I I bet it was probably like a combination of both where they talked to her and she was probably like I well she said in the in the um, reunion she said that she shouldn't have continued she was she should have not done this this past season because she was going through a lot and you could see it she was struggling Um, wow I do love me Dorinda I love Dorinda yeah love her I don't care what mistakes she makes or what she does she's hilarious I will always forgive her and she's She's cozy too. She loves hard. She's, she's a she's a warm mess. You yes. know, she's hot. Oh, I like that. A warm mess. I know. I like that too. It's like just like you know, you're a mess, but you also will you'll yell at me, but then you'll embrace me, and I know that mm. hug is real. Mm. That's a truly warm Bless. hug. You know, if you meet Dorinda in person, she's super nice, and mm. you know, Ramona's just the devil, which I love. Of course, of course, we need it. <laughs> but then another housewife was fired. Beverly Hills, Teddy, fired. Fired? Fired. Mm-hmm. Why? So, okay. I'm, I'm gonna, you know what? I'm gonna watch this past season of, of New York. I'm begging you to. I will. But also, this past season of Beverly Hills is wild. Is it over yet? It's all, it's all done. Okay. You can watch Everything's the whole done. thing. Okay. The past season. Which of- one, if I had to pick one, which should I pick? <sighs> Okay, I would say this. I enjoyed The Real Housewives of New York more because I mm. just like the cast better. Mm. But 
the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills, there is like hot tea, like wild hot tea. Yeah. And it takes over the entire season. Mm, and you can't even believe that. it. And of course, Brandy Glanville is the reason for all of it because she comes back oh. and she drops bombs. Oh, yes. Craziness. Now I don't know what to pick. Which one do you think I will enjoy more and get you'll, the most out of? You'll enjoy Real Housewives in New York more. Okay, that's what I thought. That's yeah. what that's what my instinct was telling me. Yeah, it, I mean you can't go wrong with Sonia and you know, Ramona and now Leah. She's a perfect add-on. Luann's wonderful this season. <laughs> Fuck Luann, I hate her so. much. I loved her this season. Oh, she's, do you? She's okay. really she's making huge strides. Mm. Uh, you know, with her recovery and everything, and you could tell there's a huge difference because like Luann made me want to vote for Donald Trump because I hate Luann so much. <laughs> this is a few seasons ago. <laughs> Wait, why? Why is that connected? Wait, no, not Luann. I'm sorry, not Luann. I'm thinking of the other one, the ex-journalist who has to let everyone oh, know she's an ex-journalist. yeah, no, no, I don't care for her either. Um, See, I haven't watched in seasons now. I'm getting everyone's name mixed up. Luann's the countess. Yes, I now, I, now when you said, like, what? And then I was like, wait, the countess, no, I whoops, my the, bad. The, no, I love Luann. Luann is everything. I actually watched, like, a Real Housewife episode years ago where it went through her whole, like, backstory from childhood. And, like, I was really just fascinated with her it was she her life she is you know uh a probation is officially done in this episode wow. in this season and you see her like really make huge strides and she, she just has a really wonderful a wonderful season yeah she's someone who i was like always kind of rooting for because she's like that friend that always gets in the bad relationships and you just yeah. want to see her happy yeah wait who's the one that i was talking about that i hate um, she was she was friends with Bethany for a while. Um, Had the young boyfriend. Yeah, I don't know why I'm blanking on her name. Caroline. Carolyn. 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 Carol. Carol. <laughs> Caroline. Carol. Carol. It's Carol. Yeah, it's Carol. It's definitely Carol. Carol drove me nuts. I wasn't a fan of Carol either. <laughs> now, do I think her style is bomb? And do I think her apartment was dope? Yes. <laughs> but I wasn't a huge fan. Um, <sighs> I just felt like she just didn't fit. She was like too like she was like I'm she's too annoying. Cool. She felt like I I'm too cool for this group of women and I won't be petty and I'm like bitch we want to see petty. Right, cuz it was like she wouldn't be petty but then she would always talk down to everyone too like yes. basically about how stupid they are and stuff and that it was just yeah, she was like I used to be a journalist. Like, well you're not anymore, sweetie, so stop. <laughs> you're a real housewife now. <laughs> <Yeah>. Okay. <laughs> And her young boyfriend, or she's like, no, like it was a mutual breakup. And I'm like, mm. <laughs> I mean, if we're being journalists here, <laughs> we have to keep the facts straight. Okay. Um, uh, but I should not talk about what I do not know. And I am not familiar with the Real Housewives anymore. Uh, well, I am because okay, yeah. that's, you know, that's just part of my legacy now. Wait, so sorry about Beverly uh, Hills. So Beverly Hills, Teddy is fired now. She went on her Instagram and did a video and said, um, some of you might have heard rumors. I have been fired. It was not by choice. Um, I hold no like vendetta, whatever. And they haven't answered as to why. Now, here's the thing. What? I think personally it's because it's a little bit of a snooze fest. You know? So I stopped watching right when she first joined. Mm. Like I watched the first couple episodes of that season when she joined, when everyone still seemed to kind of like her. Yeah, Teddy's my least favorite. Was my least favorite on okay. the show. Um, she definitely stirred up drama all the time, but she was also like not 
It was weird. Because like her life wasn't interesting, maybe? like I think that's probably what it was. Um, but what happened was a few, like maybe a week before her firing was announced, mm-hmm. you know, she has, I don't know if you know this, but she has a, um, she has this uh, like company where she basically like is your accountability coach. Like that's what she does. She's an accountability coach mm. uh, for women who want to like eat better and, you know, work out more and be this accountability coach. Da, da, da. Stuff started to get leaked where people were like showing screenshots of her uh, text conversations with them where she was encouraging unhealthy, low amount of calories. She's like, yeah, just starve yourself for the next few days. You'll drop pounds. It was legit like that. And, (laughs) and, and, And in some of these messages that were revealed, the client was like, hey, can you stop act like, like talking to me like this? I, I can't do this anymore. I'm uncomfortable. And she would then just kind of be like, you know, best of luck. I just know that you can obtain these goals and whatever. And it was very uncomfortable to to read where you're like, this is not this does not seem healthy. And so a lot of that started to get leaked. And, you know, in the um in the show, she's opened up about struggling with eating disorders in the past. And so then this, this maybe you shouldn't be coaching people. Right. And then this being con- in this being connected and all this stuff kind of coming out, it was like, ooh. And then a couple of days later, she was fired. And I don't know if if I mean, they say it's not connected at all. I'm sure it's not because we have, you know, Bethany's skinny girl, whatever. True. over in New York. Very like, true. Very true. Who it's goes not, around pointing fingers, calling people anorexic? That's very true. It's not like it's not like uh, uh, Bravo is is all about like <laughs> inclusive sizes yeah, and, and body everything. Positivity. Yeah, it's it's that's very true. That's very true. Stephanie over here. I fit in my daughter's pajamas. Oh, oh God! I remember that. That was real bad. But anyways, they're fired, so that's unfortunate. Um, but uh, I'm very, I'm very upset about Dorinda. I feel like Teddy, it's it was time, and they have Dorinda's just yeah. I have a special place in my heart for her. Is Orange yeah. County still going on? Oh, it's gonna start airing soon. Okay, maybe I'll just like hop on that train because I've always loved Orange. I'm County. I'm pretty sure though this season Orange County it doesn't include Vicky and it doesn't include Tamara. What? And I'm like, that's not at all. I don't. I mean, they were my bread and butter of that show. Granted, granted, Vicky last season was quote unquote not on the cast list yeah. because she left, but she was on almost every single episode. <laughs> She's still in the middle of and the And then she was on the, the reunion and that's she was hilarious. screaming at Andy, like, I made the show. I made the show. Talk about screaming high on her own supply. This is what I'm talking about. Uh, like, Trump is Vicky is Vicky is us like we are Can you all... imagine if Vicky was his running mate? It would make complete sense. It would make complete sense. Although I'm kind of obsessed with Vicky in like a weird hate her way. Yeah, I think everyone that's why she did make the show. Oh, uh, for sure. I like I, I posted the other day and we you and I were DMing. Evan has now started to watch The Real Housewives of Orange County <laughs> and he is obsessed with Vicky Gumbelson. Make America whoop it up. <laughs> You know she's getting. You know she has shirts that are bejeweled that say that. Probably a hundred that says "Make America Whoop Again." Wow, Make America. Whoop yeah, I love again. that Evan's obsessed with her. Of course, he's he is. A, he's obsessed with her, and I'm just like Evan. I was weirdly obsessed with Tamara too. I don't know why. Tamara was so season to season for me. Sometimes mm. I felt like she was so 
like like the worst. And yeah. then the next season, I'd be like, you know what? I really see Tamara. And like, she's really like, she's changing, but she's also so fun and she's so yeah. whatever. And then she, I, it was it was every season I had a different opinion. Same thing with Shannon Bedore for me. Shannon sometimes was like my least favorite of all the housewives ever. And then the next season I'd be like, Shannon, well, she's back. I have Shannon's number in my phone. Yeah, because you met them, huh? Yes. Can we FaceTime her right now? <laughs> She's going to be like, she won't remember me. She was drunk as shit when she gave me her number. <gasps> but and was like, we've got it. I've got to take you to the quiet woman. Straight up. If you don't at some point use that. Also, why aren't you texting her to try to get on the show? You know, we've talked about this the other day. I am really not good with this kind of thing. You know? Oh, you you trying to um, uh, what's the word? Uh, like promote yourself, promote myself, yes. connect with people who I admire. Yeah, you're surprisingly that's not. I mean, and I'm like, I will put it all out there, honey. I know you're way better at than at it than I am. But I also don't have um, you know, I wasn't on television. I also don't have the the numbers that you have. So I understand that. What that are you would talking be... about? That's that would make it even supposedly even better. Well, if they reject me, I can be like, wow you're really rude like look at poor me I'm just this yeah. like come on like how dare you ignore you know and, and kind of make people feel bad but uh, I don't know I feel like there's a different pressure but if you would like no, to, you're still way better than if I if you would like to give me Shannon's number I will pretend I am you and I will be like hey or pretend I'm your assistant you're my assistant yes and be like hey are we gonna have our date at the quiet woman at some point you know once this pandy is lifted and <laughs> And <laughs> what this pandemic? Because you know Shannon's like all about that, probably. Oh, well, no, she got COVID. Her and her whole family got COVID. Shit, never mind. She probably does not think it's the she pandemic does not think anymore it's because they all got sick. They're all they're all fine now. They're mm. all fine. But the whole crew, <laughs> all were out. Is she back? She's not back with her husband. No, in fact, I think she's in either engaged. It's either she's in a serious relationship or engaged to a gentleman who also has many children. They've like formed this kind of Brady Bunch situation. She seems very happy. Wow, happy yeah, for her. so beautiful. She's very on nice. this season that's about to come out? Yes. Okay, I, maybe I'll watch it for that. And then and then you can reach out and be like, hey, let's do that pl- quiet woman date. Yes. And then you'd be like, also, maybe one of the producers should come. Love and then that. just start saying some outrageous shit. Yeah, and maybe also I'll just be like, you know, my partner who owns one of the largest climbing gyms in south of L.A. You're technically in an area where you could be considered for Real Housewives of Orange County. And also... Definitely not with our net worth as a couple. Well, but Gina. Gina came in. Do you know Gina at all? I know Gina what came she looks in, like. in, 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 no. She's it a broke bitch? She wasn't a broke bitch, but she was just, <laughs> I think, like a typical Orange County, like, which also, by the way, is like, it's a lot of money typically, but it wasn't like she, I feel like also Real Real Housewives of Orange County is nothing like Real Housewives of New York or, or Beverly Hills, Beverly Hills That's so or true. Potomac. Like some of these places, like well, a like, lot of them have a lot of money and Real Housewives, I mean, they're, they're wealthy. Don't they're get me all wrong, about the, but. well, but not even necessarily. Like some of them are like all about the appearances. Like Gretchen like got her house foreclosed on and like lives in an, lived in an apartment and That's stuff true. like that and was even going to get evicted from the apartment. Like Gina, it's all about appearances, you that's know? That's true. So, you know, I'm sure I could pretend we'll, to ball out. We'll rent you a really expensive yeah, car. Yeah, I was going to say, all I have to do is like Lisa Maserati. Yeah, Lisa Maserati and only show up ever. Like, don't, you know, just do the Maserati life. And then um, I think you show up to the quiet woman, 
uh, in just like a mesh top, no bra or mm-hmm. maybe just a bra, bring both the kids and breastfeed them simultaneously while talking to Shannon. I feel like she'd be horrified by yeah. public breastfeeding. The producers maybe not, but she it. like pretends to be all holistic and everything. That's true. But like, let I'll the be ha- like Shannon. I swear this is the big thing. Let me squirt some in your coffee right now, <laughs> like creamer. It will give you all the antioxidants, all the, you know, the properties. I think that this is a good call. The the producers will live for it. You're going to be. They don't have anyone like that on Real Housewives of uh of Orange County. Yeah, I'll be like COVID vaccine. Try some breast milk. <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> Put this <laughs> eye infection. Um, but you you know with the the no shaving, mm. they'll be horrified horrified of it vicky will be like that's disgusting (laughs) jesus wants women to shave they'll be talking about me they'll be like she's a man yeah yeah she's prettier than literally all of us old hags but but i mean they wouldn't say that i would say that i'd be like yeah they just want to talk shit on my hairy legs because i'm prettier than all of them (laughs) sorry i look like this you'd be so great at it it would ruin my life it does destroy every single marriage and relationship (laughs) The, well, pe- the kids don't for, talk to the moms no, anymore. No, except for what's her name? Heather. Well, Heather. She also left the show. Yeah. No, but um, brown hair. I don't know. I can't think of her name. Uh, Beverly Hills. The daughters who she thinks are Gigi and oh, Bella. Uh, Lisa Rinna. But Lisa Rinna and Harry Hamlin had an unbreakable bond that no one will <laughs> ever understand before the show ever aired. And, I, you know, th- that has to be taken into consideration. Also, so- Kyle and Mauricio we're so in love beforehand anyways like yeah all this is doing is bringing in more money for the love that they have already mm-hmm. and i think it's bringing them closer together because they can like commiserate about all the other housewives that they can't stand mm. but i think if you're on the rocks at all in a relationship not a probably a solid choice <laughs> if you want to keep your marriage afloat <laughs> or if you want the kids to talk to you you know what would be great too um we gray and i could go in and say that we're non-monogamous and so then he'll be like flirting with people but we won't say that and then people will be like we saw your husband making out with someone i'll be like oh yes. that's i told him that was fine and then everyone would yeah that was they would lose their minds you know okay check this one out what real housewives of potomac slept on i've heard that from so many slept people on i've heard that from maybe so one of the people maybe the best i yeah because the real housewives of potomac actually actually allow you to see their lives like it's oh. you they air they talk about it all it's like the problems in the marriage the tax issue like they put it all mm. out there and one of the girls recently had a situation where her husband was spotted like um uh i don't know if it was um a sex worker or if it was I think it was a sex worker that took a photo of him from behind and posted it while she was on a girl's trip shady shady and it got out and everyone was like freaking out and she basically had to come and he didn't have I think in that situation uh permission or communication in their relationship to be doing that but she basically came out and told the housewives like listen I need to be honest about our relationship you know there were years where um, we were non-monogamous and I've been with women and whatever. And the housewives were shook. I love that. And she was, and she let the producers come and film at her and her husband's dinner when she confronted him about the whole thing. Like it was, I mean, we were talking behind the scenes. They let it all out there. Wild. 
Wow. Definitely Potomac is slept on. Fantastic. Some of my favorite cast uh, members are in Potomac too. Wow. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Speaking of which, another book, since everyone's been buying the fourth turning, thank you. Yes, which we need to get the author on. <laughs> yeah, we should, definitely should. Yeah. Oh, also, you know what I was thinking? Um, I'm just going to let this, you know, we're going to have a dialogue with the broads. I was thinking, so, you know, Alex, who we had on to talk about autism, mm -hmm. he is really, really big and has done a lot of research on doomsday prepping. And I was thinking, should we have him on? to do like how to do your yes. getaway bag. Like he would love to do it. No I know he asked. would. No questions asked. Okay, great. I'll contact him then and that get would him be on to do fantastic. like a doomsday prepping episode. We would, I would like to uh, ideally have it before November. If that, great. Okay, perfect. Done. Thank you. In the next couple of weeks, as soon as possible tonight. <laughs> yeah, he's like, he has like a plot of land out in the desert and everything. Like, yeah, no, he's like an expert. <gasps> He's so wonderful. I too. love Alex. He's yeah. so fun to talk to. Yeah. And he'll love it too because he's been having like, you know, been feeling very lonely with the pandemic and stuff. So oh my we'll God. have him call Let's in. have him on. He so. would be, yeah, he's, I feel like he's going to give us all the thing mm -hmm. because I only know so much, know. you know, I, I do, I do what I can with my little earthquake and kits. conflicting Reese, you know, about like what you should. Yeah. I trust Alex back. with my doomsday life. Yes, absolutely. Um, also... Oh, yeah. What I was going to say, what that reminded me of, I'm reading this book called Opening Up about non-monogamy. And I want to say, Broads, I want to have another um, episode on with maybe the author of this book or someone else, like an expert on non-monogamy, because it is fascinating. Even if you're not interested mm -hmm. in non-monogamy, mm -hmm. it breaks down all the different types of like non-monogamous relation, like relationship setups, because you know, when we had Kevin Patterson on, the author of Love is Not Colorblind, he mm -hmm. was talking specifically about him and his wife's relationship, which is relationship anarchy, which basically like you can have any kind of relationship with anyone. Right. Everything's sort of fluid. But this book breaks down all types of different, all types of different orientations where some people like they'll have a partner where they only like do BDSM activities or like people will have a primary partner where the partner is gay and they don't actually even have a sexual relationship. And that person is allowed to have like sexual relationships, but not romantic relationships outside of their partnership. And like it's called people, opening up. Yeah. And it breaks down like every single type of relationship, how to create like contracts and like negotiate. Yeah. How to deal with jealousy. I think that would be great. I know that a lot of the broads um, really, really liked both uh, the episode with Kevin and also with Taylor talking about non-monogamy. Yeah. Um, and I think too, it's just something that, you know, so for so many, especially I think for so many of our listeners being raised, a lot of uh, our listeners raised in a Christian home. And so that wasn't mm -hmm. even a conversation. So it's so um, cool to learn about all of this. Yeah. And also uh, again, and I can't say it enough, even if you're not, uh, ever considering being in a non-monogamous relationship, I feel like you can learn so much about yeah. communication. Um, and it's it's yeah. really beautiful. And dealing with jealousy, like I was just reading that chapter right now, and it's just really helped me to break down stuff with Gray's relationship with his friends. Gray yeah. talking about like exes, and I've almost been like doing exercises to like open up my, to try to like open up letting go of feelings of like jealousy and resentment and all these different things so i'm literally like oh like why don't you tell me about this ex and like what was having sex with her like and then like trying to just like 
release it and process through the feelings that I'm having, get to the root of like, why does this make me feel this way? Like, is it a fear of abandonment? Is it feeling like left out because I want to do those things with Mm -hmm. him? And it's been really good. That's really cool, B. Thanks. And it's brought in my, you know, like I'm much more open-minded now to what other people do with their sex lives. I used to be super like judgy before. It's the sex life is just one of those things where it's like, listen, if it's not yours, you got you don't got to say in it. Honey. Yeah. And also this book <laughs> breaks down how it's so much more for some people than like sex stuff, too. Yeah, like some people course. are even allowed to just like have some people have agreements where they can have romantic relationships with other people without sex. OK, so yeah, like yeah. dates and cuddling and, you know, like trips, but just like they have rules about like, yeah, it's just all different, all different. Oh, types I would of people. love to have that closed. On. Um closed couple relationships where there's two couples who have an exclusive relationship with the other couple okay oh god you know i gotta i gotta remember i need i need to research this Mm -hmm. because there was a docuseries that i watched a while ago about um certain forms of non-monogamous relationships and it was so interesting it would be a fun broad homework because it was like reality tv not reality but it was docuseries so you followed along with certain couples and different you know uh different types of parties that they went to because you know some of them were in more of like a swinging lifestyle and like some people were you know in um like a thruple relationship Uh speaking of oh my goodness reality tv um RuPaul, uh, it just ended, had a very short series that came out called RuPaul Vegas uh, Review, and a bunch of the drag queens uh, went out to Vegas to start like a show, and uh-huh. they were going to be, you know, there for what, like a like a year residency or whatever, and so they started this reality TV show uh, at the top, them coming from LA and moving into Vegas, the uh, like you know the process of uh, uh, practice and all that shit. Well, they were only able to film f- five episodes before the pandemic hit. Oh my god! And so then they had to wrap it up. So it was literally like a six episode. It was. It's so good. It's so fun to binge if you love RuPaul. Um, but one of the drag queens. Um, actually you saw behind the scenes is in a uh is in a thruple relationship and you saw him and both of his husbands and it was actually really cool because i feel like you know obviously uh rupaul's drag race uh attempts to be very like inclusive mm-hmm. and do, but we haven't seen that and you, because you haven't seen a lot of behind the scenes but that hasn't even really been talked about non-monogamy has been talked about too much on the show so it was really cool then to see um, and then he talks, they did a reunion show, uh, since the pandemic. And he talks about how, like, it's actually really helped their relationship to be all three of them together instead of kind wow. of like, yeah, it was really cool. Huh? Anywho, so just a side reality TV note for you, but I'd be so down. Love it. So down. Love it. Yeah. It's been, uh, it's definitely fascinating to explore. I also realized that like I am. So my relationship style is I want my partners to be monogamous, but I want to have three boyfriends. Yes, I understand that. <laughs> and I've said that for a long time and I still stand by like, it. I stand by what I believe. OK, <laughs> well, when I think through my exes, I'm like, oh, each person offered something different to me, like in something that I needed that I don't think one person can encompass all of those things. Do you you know, I think the beauty of this 2020 situation is that it's really made relationships much more clear right now. It's like, okay, 
you're stuck with someone for a long time. And if you're stuck with them and happy, it feels good. But also Mm. you're realizing, oh, I'm stuck with this person. And there are these needs that I have that aren't met. Mm -hmm. You know, I feel like you're seeing so many breakups and divorces, but also people sad for them, sad for them, but also people renegotiating, Mm. you know, their own relationships. I feel like I have a lot of friends who are kind of in that process where it's like, okay, I'm realizing that this part of our relationship isn't good or where I think that we both think that it needs to be. So what's that going to look like? Yeah. Even like little things you've been figuring, we've had to figure out how to like combine calendars and like schedule out time together. Mm -hmm. Just like little, yeah, it's so true. Little stuff like that. We're like, we need to tweak this because this isn't working. It's true. It's true. Yeah. You know, the silver linings, (laughs) the silver linings of things. Um, Oh, so a a few more pop culture business. Um, we have Gigi gave birth. Oh my god! Mm-hmm. Nicki Minaj gave birth. Yes. Uh, didn't know about this. Joaquin Phoenix and Rooney Mara gave birth. Who is this magic couple that I was unaware of? Dude, Rooney Mara is so hot. And Joaquin Phoenix is just yeah, what legend. Rooney Mara and Joaquin Phoenix just had a baby. And check this out. They just announced that the baby's name is River, and they named it after uh, Joaquin's brother, River Phoenix, yes. who died, you know, um, which was so beautiful, and, and and they were posting photos of, of Joaquin with River wow, when they were young. Wow, I just saw that on her. Yeah. Oh, that's so special. Isn't that so special? Wow, yeah. Wait, what? Since when? Since when did they have... When were they even together? I had no idea, and I can't believe I wasn't informed about this relationship because I'm obsessed with both of them, and I did not yeah, know. I love and that. they are the couple Sexy. that I, yeah, they are the couple that I want and, to have a bonded relationship with. You <laughs> whenever that couple, <laughs> I'm just like, uh, hello, oh my what? god, yeah. Um, when does Katy Perry have her baby? You know what's funny is I didn't know about any of these people being pregnant, and I feel like <laughs> Katy Perry's been pregnant for oh forever. she had one she had she yeah in August oh really wow I missed out wow, on I that I missed that too my goodness yeah tis the season um mm-hmm. but yeah I didn't Orlando Bloom Katy Perry baby my goodness just yeah do you like her uh Katy um <laughs> me and Kate. Uh, I go in and out. Yeah, I go in and out. I feel that I like pre-American Idol Katy Perry. I like yeah. Teenage Dream Katy Perry. Um, I'm not so much of a fan. Why does her bio say light worker? Seems like she has a high view of herself to say that. Well, she is very famous. <laughs> That's true, but light worker. Yeah, I don't know about that. Um, I'll okay. I'll say this. I I was a huge fan and then I felt not so much that way anymore. And then I watched her documentary Mm -hmm. and it made me like her more again. And then I kind of, I don't know. I just the post the post American Idol thing for me it's just not it's just not the uh, just hits doesn't hit it doesn't hit right doesn't yeah. slap for me <laughs> no I feel that she yeah. was extremely annoying on American Idol my parents loved her on American Idol I think a lot of people did 
My parents are like, my dad was like, I think she's funny. And I was like, ew, who are you? I think a lot of like <laughs> middle-aged older men got the hots for Katy Perry during American Idol because so I feel weird. like my dad, Evan's dad, I remember I've heard on podcasts and I was just like, oh yeah. And I hadn't heard them talk about Katy Perry before. <laughs> so weird. And I'm like, oh God. I mean, she's a beautiful woman. <laughs> well, but it's weird because it's like she has the short blonde hair, which in my opinion, isn't her, it's my favorite look for her. Oh, the, the, yeah, the short, short. Well, it's, she doesn't have that anymore though, right? Now it's longer. Yeah. Or she's just wearing wigs all the time. It's just like the yellow bleach blonde was not my favorite on her. I love the classic pinup Katy the Perry hair. brown hair. Like, yeah. Oh, the pinup Katy Perry? Yes, that was my favorite too. Wow. wow. Magic. I mean, but yeah, that's that's what I'm saying. It's like kind of weird that like you're saying all these like older guys are super into yeah. that look. I'm just a little surprised. You know, I think sometimes... Sometimes the older guys like a little bit of that alt. I will tell you this. Uh, don't get hit on. I do not get hit on by um, men my age or younger men. Interesting. But when I go to Orange County and I go to one of them dad bars where like all the guys there are like 50 plus, I will get swarmed and they think, I think they're like, you have two. No-. It's like, you know, you know that scene in um in the office where Michael Scott thinks he maybe is high because he went to that concert and he's like she can't be that cigarette she had a nose ring that's I feel like how I am sometimes in these bars they're like maybe one day they like have dreams of doing Molly with you yes I think someday. they think like that I'm a, like yeah. some goth alt bitch and that I'm gonna you know you know do some like some trick tricky stuff in the bedroom oh yeah and I'm, i don't look yeah. like that maybe you're like a dominatrix yeah. type. i think chick. it's like the orange county i don't have the orange county housewife look so much so i think that they think often that i'm going to like you know really mix it up with them in the bedroom do you think you would enjoy doing that work do you think you would enjoy being a dominatrix <laughs> you think that i yeah i think maybe i know i would love it yeah then i think None of my boyfriends have ever been into it. Me either. What the heck? I've tried. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> I know. I would love. I mean, Trust and believe my closet. We have some fun straps and chains and stuff. And, you know, Evan, Evan does, you know, Evan does as much as he's comfortable with. And God bless him for it. He's very, very wonderful and giving in the bedroom. Mm-hmm. But um, that's just definitely some. I haven't been able to go there. I know. And I'd like to. I know. Yeah. Me too. I think I would like doing it as a as a job. Yes. Like I think I would enjoy people giving me money for me. <laughs> I like torturing money. them. <laughs> I think I would enjoy that, is all I'm saying. Particularly wealthy men. Yes. I would love yes. doing terrible things to them. Sure. I get that. I definitely get that. And I I definitely will say when I am in these Orange County circumstances and all of a sudden this like, you know, this white, almost 60 year old guy comes up to me um, and, you know, says something too forward mm-hmm. and it's just not appropriate. You're like, I would love to step on your throat. Yes, I'd like to destroy his life. And yeah. I definitely then get Kick the him rush. in the balls. Uh-huh. Yeah. It would be so fun. Yeah. Yeah. But I think he probably would like it too much. Hmm. You know, mm. I don't know if that would take then. The no, that would be me. fun. Mm. Yeah. Maybe not for someone you hate, but like, I think it would be so much fun for someone to get pleasure out of you torturing them. Mm. I do hate most men. I'm just kidding. Psych. <laughs> <laughs> There's a demo that I don't like. Um, but so, um, yeah, so there's that. Um, also, 
the Savage Times Fenty Fashion Show. Did you see? Did you heard about it on Instagram? Fantastic. I mean, is Rihanna a gift that is is she is she an angel from heaven? Because I think the what what has been missing in 2020 is Rihanna. I need a new album. I feel like mm. maybe that would fix things. Mm. Um, but Rihanna comes in and oh wait, yeah, because because uh, Erica Jane was a part of it, big part. She of it. was. I had yeah. no idea. Yeah. Well, Rihanna had some serious representation and inclusion in this fashion show. It was incredible. Um, but I miss her so much. Yeah, the only thing that bothers me about Savage Fenty, which I had advertised before, is it's super cheap, like made in China fast fashion shit. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, I didn't so know. So it's that. like I love the representation and everything. Yeah. But then it's unethically you know unethically environmentally unfriendly products so i'm like yeah i don't know that bugs me but i heard great things about it yeah so savage fenty show volume two landed on amazon prime and uh erica jane's like a big part of it I mean, you know i love erica uh yeah but I I heard, yeah i've heard i've heard nothing but good things gorgeous absolutely gorgeous and you know Especially the fact that it, I think it aired like two days after the the disaster of the debate that we saw. I was like, Ugh. ah, yes, this I can ingest in America. And you know what? It gave me a moment in my deep, dark spiral recently that I'm like, here we are, right? Mm. Like, you know, it, it's a colossal mess right now and there's a lot of shit. But at the same time, too, like, here's this fashion show that is so inclusive and it's the new victoria's secret and show you know victoria's, where it's yes, like it's not all bitches that look the same victoria's like, secret is out and this is in and this is like and it just seeing the inclusion trans inclusive fat inclusive like yes, all these different yeah like yes, representation of all different people all different people of color i mean it, it, it's it was so it was so cool that it you know and you're just like it gave you it was like this big deep sigh of hope mm. where you're like okay okay in the midst of everything looks seeming like it's burning and just getting terrible we have rihanna very cool and we worship that. at the altar i always do I truly always do. Um, one more little little moment. Sure. Why not? Um, okay, last little moment. And this is not something that's officially happening, but I'm just putting this out there into mm -hmm. the universe, okay? Mm -hmm. Because this is what we need for our October, Becca. Okay. Um, I saw people posting the suggestion. Obviously, it's spooky season now. Hocus Pocus, a fave of so many, right? Cult fave. Wasn't allowed to watch it. Wasn't either. So I watched it as an as an older uh -huh. person. And I think I loved it even more because I was like, I am not allowed to watch this. Let me just. Um, people are throwing around the idea of why is there not a remake of Hocus Pocus with Kristen Wiig, Maya Rudolph, and Melissa McCarthy? That sounds great. How did they select those names? I mean, I'm into it, but because it's legit, like they would be perfect, even like like physically for yeah. all the characters. Yeah, that would be fantastic, fantastic. And I am not into. Wow. I am not a remake person normally, but those three women are right. so fucking funny. And Hocus Pocus has now been ar around. You know, it's been a while. It's been a hot yeah. minute. If done right, That's a great idea, right? Yeah, that would be hilarious. It's the energy we need right now. I am really into that. We need that remake. <laughs> 
Anywho, that's just something to put onto the universe. I am I am going to secret the shit out of that. I am going to mm. manifest all the energy towards a Hocus Pocus remake with Start those three. Start casting your spells. <laughs> with those, I'm going to cast my spells with those three powerhouses. Um, but yeah. Cool. Thanks for chatting with us, Broads. Thanks for um, letting me have a, a little bit of an emotional breakdown at Thanks the Thanks for me being a little, I don't know what I was on today, but uh, no fucks given October 2020. Yeah, I think that's what we need to vote for Joe Biden. <laughs> With the devil. That's my endorsement. And like we said, broads, in the episode notes, we've got all the voting registry to check to make sure you're registered to vote. And Tune in Thursday. We have a fun episode with two other moms um, from a, a YouTube channel and podcast called I Mom So Hard. We're going to have some really honest, funny, it's weird, fun. wild mom conversations. And then remember, we'll put a reminder on Instagram. Um, but next Tuesday, we will not have an episode that comes out because the recap of the first episode of The Bachelorette will be coming out on Wednesday. Yeah. Dabbing it out. <laughs> also, broads, if you enjoyed this episode, if you enjoyed this episode, if you enjoyed past episodes, it would mean so much if you stop what you're doing, take the literal five seconds it'll take to go tap five stars on the Apple Podcasts app. Yes, that would, we would appreciate that. Five stars for The Bachelorette, baby. Please, please. <laughs> smash that five star. Smash that motherfucking five stars. We love you, broads. Chat soon? Chat soon. Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware. Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive offers. 15178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe and Summit 4xe models in dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. You need parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh, oh. 